0: Tuning into the Canadian Beacon Podcast, Canadian events for the regular people.
1: Good day. How are you doing today, everybody? It's the Canadian Beacon Podcast, and uh, our Characters today is Paul and myself, Craig, and uh we're here to have a, a great discussion of what's happening in Canada and the world today uh so Paul, how' was your week?
0: going good, going good more predictable good. than the weather
1: yeah yeah that's uh it's been pretty nasty that's for sure
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh I know i've been uh just getting over that uh i call it the Vegas flu,
0: <laughs> absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so uh I was way down in Las Vegas and I thought that was kind of interesting, uh, uh the land of despair, but uh some beautiful countryside. Uh lots of lots of uh homeless street people all over the place and uh and uh not that. I think you know, the big thing about it is uh I was that I disliked was the smoke in the the casinos and the stench on your clothing all the time from all the tobacco smoke. That was the worst part about it. Yeah. But uh, but the shows were great. Got to admit that the shows were fantastic. Uh, saw sticks. Saw Circus Soleil. Had all kinds of fun that way. And uh, well, we're back and here we are back in the world of the of Trudeauism. I guess I don't know. Uh, speaking of Trudeau, uh, the latest uh, you're saying um, about uh, Trudeau's Traveling Roadshow, what, what's that all about, Paul?
0: Yeah, I guess he was going from province to province to try to meet with the premiers, just uh, kind of get his State of the Union address kind of going through it and see where the, the, the provinces uh, sit and stand and um, trying to link a whole bunch of things. I think uh, it's pretty obvious that we've talked about as many times that He's almost like the lap boy for the World Economic Forum and trying to push their agenda forward um, and he's just trying to link up this global uh, this, this global ID or the the chipping people to have your centralized information all in one place where the government can store it and where they want to link uh, health records uh, financial records all anything any transaction that you do um, have your internet identity to get onto social media. So it's kind of like a combination of the Brainchild of the World Economic Forum and, you know, pretty much the Chinese social credit score.
1: Yeah, so you literally have to use your identification to sign on the internet. Absolutely. So
0: yeah. they're whole they're heralding this as this will be a way to uh you only have one person, one identity, you get rid of all these fake or uh bot accounts. And but 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 really what it is is just They want to monitor to see what you're saying um, and listen in on the calls, right? Uh, And use the algorithms to see if you're using right speech, acceptable speech. Um, But a a few bright spots. uh, We don't hear nothing about Ontario um, with Doug Ford. So that usually means that something's in the works coming. Because when those two guys get quiet, uh, they usually cook some, some scheme up since... You know, I believe Doug Ford's color blue is really turning a light, light red. Yeah, but, or a dark uh, red. A yeah. dark red. Yeah, even. Um, but it looks like uh, Premier Moe and um, Premier Smith are uh, holding firm and at least so far in the media, they're, they're releasing reports saying that they are resisting uh, joining this digital ID movement. Oh, that's good. Uh and you know, we just need to see that
1: happen a little bit more uh, widespread and and make sure the rest of the provincial leaders uh, grow a set of balls and, and see if they can uh, be normal and be Canadian.
0: It also goes to also education for the public because you get a lot of lazy people out there saying, well, good, I don't have to carry a health card now. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. And it's just it, it's going to be played off as convenience. Uh, all in one place, we're going to cut down on fraud, we're going to cut down on black market, uh, the black market economy helps spark and generate jobs. There is always an alternative motive with every government, right? There's, yeah, uh, yeah. When they instituted income tax, they never took it back, they never repealed whatever they put in place. Um, 9-11 proved that at the airports, and uh, the Patriot Act in the States showed this. Uh, no-knock warrants, you've got uh, in the States, you've got up here, we only want to ban assault rifles, and now they're going coming after everything else, right?
1: That's
0: right, yeah. So it's an educated... To ban everything. Yeah, it's an educated community saying that, yeah, you know what? On the surface, the way that they have to do it on the CBC is it's for your own health and good. And on paper, it's always a good thing. But yeah. in a totalitarian... Um, Government or even communist-leaning uh, government—you know where this is going. You don't yep. know where it's going, and they, they've been proven wrong all the time. And you know, it's very interesting. We had a discussion on our one of our last podcasts, saying about the maid service. Yeah. And then a National Post comes out literally days after we talked about this of how hard it is, how it takes two years, how they want to make sure that they're they're, they're vetting everyone. Canada leads the world in the maid service. They're, yep. they're pioneers in it, and we also lead in. The government is now the number one government through the maid service in selling international organs on the on the market on the medical yeah, market. Yeah, that figure? So while they're they're encouraging medically assisted suicide while you're while you're still relatively healthy, so they can harvest your organs and sell them to other countries. Yes. Yeah. So there's always an alternative motive. It's always like, well, let's help grandma. Let's help this and that. Yep. What is the true thing, though? Like that's what they're saying. But what is behind the the the, the curtain at the Wizard of Oz?
1: Exactly. Uh, you know, it's amazing that uh, you know. You'd think China had the biggest uh, market for on uh, for organs and stuff like that. But I'm I'm surprised that they can utilize organ donation outside of the country or outside a general area due to the deterioration of the of the actual organ makes you wonder
0: there's obviously technology in in, in cryotherapy development and yeah. um in in certain other things i know because uh you could probably witness that yourself right when you were probably uh on the job and how many times did you break the speed limit rushing people from here to here with uh canteens and coolers, right?
1: Yeah. From the yeah. airport. Yeah, yep, that's true, yeah. So the UOPP were always doing that, uh making uh uh hospital runs with uh containers and stuff like that, for sure. And then uh Canada Health uh Blood Services or and the Red Cross ended up running their own uh looks like they looked like ambulances, but they were just for uh transporting either blood or body parts I guess or body organ, uh, organs yeah yeah so yeah it's interesting
0: there's always it's funny because you, you, when you take what the government says and then you got to say okay now in a diabolical mind how else can they twist this around what is what is the real motive behind everything
1: yeah yeah what are the intended consequences uh, to their actions yeah not their uh, their uh, uh, you know their the image they're trying to put forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of interesting. What else is going on in the Canadian front that you've uh, noted? Uh,
0: well, we also uh, we uh, just celebrated uh, just over a year of the Canadian Truckers Freedom Convoy.
1: Yep, yeah, that's another good thing. Yeah, um, and apparently they, they're looking at doing another uh, 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 convoy around the the fourteenth, the twentieth, or something.
0: Yeah, well they had a, they had yeah. a little one scheduled, but once again, uh, the police blocked off the downtown core of Ottawa. Uh, yeah, of course. Which originally, with the original uh, protest, the truckers weren't blocking anything down. It was the police barricades that were blocking streets down, causing all the hassles and problems. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it almost kind of seems we need to be proactive and and maybe have another convoy. Um, yeah.
1: Maybe they should uh, lay siege to the whole city of Ottawa.
0: Well, or do you need to, or do you just stay on the outskirts and block all the arteries coming in? That's what I mean. Yeah. Could
1: create a siege right around the whole
0: city. Absolutely. You're not allowed to say, okay, well, you're not coming out either. Yeah. But it's interesting to see that during that whole thing, the country changed in a more positive way. Now, it got people upset at the truckers and everything else, but in the long run, I don't know of too many people that are upset that the mass mandates and all of these other mandates got lifted. And you can't that's say right. it's because they use their science. They they use the science of political science because the the politicians got uh, kind of like uh, scared of it because three to 4% of the population started uprising. And yeah. that's never a good thing. But, um, but we're still feeling the ramifications of that. Really, no one wants to put their neck on the line, though, and uh, organize this thing because they're still going after the organizers. A That's year right.
1: Later. yeah, yep.
0: And you see how many, how many, how many countless stories do you see in the media, where you have child molesters, you chomos, you got all uh, violent crime, uh, arsonists, catch and release.
1: Yeah, and they're 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 taking uh, protesters and holding them in indefinitely under, uh, against the the whole Bail Reform Act,
0: yeah. Yeah, exactly. And invoking emergencies yeah. act that was, there was never an emergency there. When you look at the numbers that you, you look at, nobody, there, there should be people taking a task on this one. You had lower crime rates in Ottawa, people were actually being fed, no one was homeless during the Ottawa event. There, the only crime that these people committed was maybe demonstrating without a permit and maybe jaywalking and perhaps probably some noise complaints in the first day or two. Yeah. Yes. Now, That's uh I will look the other way on those ones. But as, yep. after after they were made aware that noise complaints were bad, they curb their behavior.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: What's the harm? What's all so,
1: Exactly. Like what, what's the big deal? Yeah. Uh yeah. It just it's just crazy uh recently uh Tucker Carlson uh had a, a good uh, little <laughs> editorial i don't know if you remember that one absolutely and Tucker Carlson uh, suggested that uh Canada's is becoming Cuba North
0: yeah and
1: it's uh, it's been um uh seized by a, a dictator and that uh the U.S. should be in the job of uh, removing dictators and uh, bringing freedom to countries and suggested a, an armed takeover of Canada to bring freedom back to it.
0: And, liberation.
1: Uh, a liberation uh, of Canada. And one of the Liberal uh, MPs uh, tried to get uh, uh, Tucker censored uh, by the Parliament over his comments because, you know, the, the the libtards have such great senses of humor. They have no sense of humor. Yeah. And that was aptly voted down <laughs> immediately when the guy tried that. And so Tucker Carlson comes on and, and then says, well, we don't really actually have to send the military. And we could just said two guys on a, a dog sled. And that would be sufficient to uh, take <laughs> over the, the country.
0: It was well done. Absolutely. yeah. Uh, it was so funny because the way that he framed it in the House of Commons was, I'm sure I've got uh, total unity on this one. And yeah. it quickly got shouted down and yeah. <laughs> it got turned down.
1: Got shot down
0: for all, they completely. so ridiculous. So ridiculous, the government right yeah. now. I just see a report out right now. They're going after Belarus and Russia and going after their athletes saying that they should not be participating in any Olympics. Which, now who's saying that? The 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 Western world is saying that about Belarus? Yeah, well, our dumb person, ahead head of culture and sports. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No one cares what Canada thinks, anyways. Yeah, Belarus isn't your part of that whole thing right now, is it?
1: Initially, I, it was a staging this, area by Soviet troops, but uh, the Belarus quickly backed out of that, as as, as I understand it. They're
0: sympathetic. Yeah. I I, I think I, they're more, they're going to take the side of Russia more than they're going to take the side of the West. As yeah. they should. Yeah. As they yeah. should. Um but it's just ridiculous now. So it, it's just like it's permeated all all aspects of our culture now. It's just like now you don't like something that doesn't fit your narrative, just cancel them. Cancel them out. That's right. When actually the Olympics and everything else of that nature in sports is meant to brought, bring people together that may not be agreeable to each other's customs or cultures. Ideas, exactly. So maybe, maybe foster an understanding and some common ground, but we know that's not the world we want to want to live in. That's right. We got to try to crush each other, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You my way, the highway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yep. there's no debate anymore, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like when you
0: look in the House of Commons or any kind of other parliamentary um, government, I think in the world, you even look in some of the EU meetings. They're not discussing. Okay, I like your idea. Will you take my idea? That's not. This is like all right. Let there's no discussion. Let's just vote. It's just a vote. I yeah. got the majority. It doesn't matter. We're gonna vote. Let's go.
1: yeah so, we we'll take a vote, and you're you're out of luck. We don't care.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know
1: that's where. Uh, you know, I think. I don't know. I uh, I would think that. They, I don't know what uh, what what you think of this idea. If that any uh, bill put before Parliament should be have at least a sixty percent uh, vote in favor, not fifty one or not just a lot, you know, for the party. Like it, you can have a majority government at fifty one one percent, but anything you want passed. Has to reach a sixty percent margin.
0: Well, you know you what
1: know,
0: I mean. You know, well, why not? Let's go to a uh idea called university. Uh, you can't yeah. pass with a fifty percent you, on your core components. You usually, the sixty or seventy percent. Yeah. Uh, for my graduate school, I needed an eighty-three to pass. Yeah. Eighty-two point nine was a fail. That way, there you got to start uh, mending roads and building bridges. That's right. I to, yeah to get so, the
1: government's work done exactly. Well, that's, that's
0: funny because yeah, exactly that you bring this up because the ignorant people walking around in North America think that we're a democracy because all they hear on CNN is that we're going around the world invading countries that are peaceful that have a lot of black oil in the ground and trying to yep. spread democracy when Canada is. Um, Monarchal government. It's a constitutional monarchy and the state they don't even have a democracy. They actually have no. a constitutional republic. Yeah, so how can a constitutional republic institute democracy when they don't even believe in it themselves? Yeah, and a democracy in that aspect does not work either Because democracy states that 50.1% of the population can tell the other 49.9 what's going on Yeah, so you know Really, if you're not going to do the sixty sixty five seventy percent uh majority vote, well then why not just have a dictator and once you're done with him, you drag him through the streets and you do the Hillary Clinton we came, we saw he died, yeah, yeah really simple, imagine yeah. how much money we would save on the on the levels of government when we just had a guy who's just like decreeing this, decreeing that, and we don't like it, we just bring him drag him through the streets and pick forts yep. and uh torches.
1: That's right.
0: It worked in the past for the medieval times.
1: Yeah. People just get upset and done.
0: But yeah, that'd make more
1: sense, you know, you know, a 60 or 70% passage rate on any bills being sent before the parliament. And it forces the, the, all the parties to cooperate with each other and to negotiate and not just be totally, uh, partisan. partisan. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree with that. I, I, what, what, but you know what the problem with that be is, um, you know that they would throw a whole bunch. Like the Senate's almost useless. Yeah. What does the Senate? Really and, and the down? Senate
1: should be elected as well.
0: Hundred well, percent. Well, like with, we we had our mandates, right? Where yeah. term limits, judges, yeah. senators voting on it. Like, whatever yeah. happened to the? To, we, the only last time I remember a referendum is the French English debate. Yeah. Why are we not having a referendum when we're $1.5 trillion in debt and we decide to send, I don't know, $500 billion overseas?
1: Yeah, to the freaking Ukes.
0: Like, if anything now, it's more easy to get a hold of people through social media, through whatever, and all of our digitization. Why can't we not go to a kiosk and just do a simple vote on a referendum? Do we want this or don't we?
1: Yeah, yep. I, I don't get it. We, we did. I you mean, it, you're uh, talking about the Greek or real democracy.
0: Well, exactly. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And, you know, and, and you know, this is the amazing thing is you take a look into this. I'm going to use the states because the states is a great example. Is The sheriffs in these small towns are accountable because when they go into a small place, they need to go buy gas, bread, milk they have to look the constituents in the eyes when's the last time you see ever seen mpp or an mp yeah and look them in the eyes and hold them accountable for what they have they have armed security guards which guns you cannot carry on your person they have a bunch of team of like juiced up monkeys surrounding these people you can't ask them a question they wave they smile and they're gone They're, they're there for the free eggs and toast and yeah you know it's just it's just such a such a dog and pony show, but in the states you've got the you've got the the, the the judges you've got the sheriffs that have to be elected, they are accountable. That's right. We need more accountability. That's what we do.
1: Yeah, it makes sense, especially the judges. Like right now, all judges are just political appointees of the the whatever government's in power at the time. Uh, right now, all the judges being appointed. Uh, Federally, are all going to be liberal appointees, and all in in the province of Ontario, all the provincial judges are being appointed are, are conservatives. And uh, let's have judges appointed on their merits and their abilities, not on their political uh, act or, uh, affiliations.
0: Hundred percent, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Because you know the problem is you got a guy like let's say if. Uh, Doug Ford loses next election.
1: Well, his yep. legacy
0: is still going to carry on for the next 22 years from the That's judges right. he appointed. All
1: the judges he's appointed, right? So yeah, and you see that in the states with all the appointees for the the Supreme Court in the U.S. is all are all Trump appointees right now. But before
0: that, they were all yeah. liberal liberal uh, yeah. Democrats. And, exactly. And, and look at like uh, that Ruth Ginsburg. That old bird wouldn't die. Yeah. Had cancer she is, four times and a couple of heart attacks, and they still kept like just wheeling her in and just gluing her eyes open.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I, I heard rumors to the fact that she isn't dead yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably not.
1: Yeah, she's hang she hangs upside down from a a po, uh, from a from a rod in her in her in her house, and only comes out at night with really? her bat wings. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but yeah I, I totally agree with that, that that should be they, they should be appointed. They should they, they should be appointed by the people through through a voting system. We vote for. Yeah, else.
1: that's right. Yeah, apparently she's also uh, uh, one of the only people that was able to have coffee uh, with Thomas Jefferson.
0: <laughs> I, I'm sure sure she did. Sure she did.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, that's crazy. So, yeah, that's pretty wild. Um now some news that's just out there recently uh uh is uh the big earthquake in Syria, Turkey and a little bit of uh of Greece I guess, eh. Yes. And what is there? Syria is expecting around 21,000 dead at, at this time. Yeah. And yep.
0: It, there's there's a, a, a bigger number in uh um bigger number in Turkey as well.
1: Really? Really? Yeah. yeah. And there's apparently a bit of a conspiracy thought on that, isn't there? Or
0: Well, you know, yeah, you hear some chatter on the Internet uh, from these alternative sites that are usually they're conspiracy theory sites that have just over the last three years been consistently correct. <laughs> but, uh, you know, let's not forget that up over in Europe, you have um, the Particle Collider in CERN. Um, yeah. And they've they've noticed some weird weather events and some um, seismic activity when they fire that machine up. But they also have U.S. and different sites throughout the world. I believe nine to eleven other sites throughout the world. They have this thing called HARP. I don't know if you've heard of it.
1: Yeah, I've heard of the, the 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 name of it, but I'm not sure about what it's all
0: about. It's essentially a whole series of an antennae or. Um, the old parabolic kind of uh, satellite dishes—they're they're massive in size—and the whole idea is that they're supposed to uh, heat up the ionosphere, and in doing so, they can change weather patterns. But when it hits the ionosphere, it also comes back down, and they can also be directed energy, like uh, almost kind of like do weapons, directed energy weapons. Oh yeah, yeah. And there, some people are theorizing that it can also help uh, create seismic activities. And in the day before, and the hours before the major earthquakes, they've noticed like what looked like red, it it almost looks like if you know what a red blood cell looks like, kind of like a dimpled kind of donut sphere um, cloud hanging up over top of near near the tectonic activity areas. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the birds and everything else in the sky were either falling out of the sky or congregating outside of that area. Okay. So um and birds navigate through the magnetic fields of the earth and that's how they do the migration patterns and stuff like that. So, yeah, so that would throw them
1: off. That's why they're trying to avoid that those areas or, yeah. or causes them to be grounded if they are
0: into that area. Absolutely. Now, um that is definitely a possibility. Uh it's interesting that it happened in Turkey. Turkey is not really a huge seismic place. Hmm. Um but they are friends with Russia. They're sympathetic to Russian Russian, uh, Russian causes, right?
1: Oh, yeah. And, and then Syria is always a good target for the...
0: Well, Syria is also the one, I, I think, one of two or the only forward-facing base of Russia. Yeah. Russia still has a base there, yeah, and that, Turkey is a simple. They have a,
1: a, a nice warm-water port in Syria, apparently.
0: Well, that's the only reason why the Russians are there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you, you know what? I would not put anything off the table. I don't know enough. We don't, we're not in those meetings. We don't have definitive proof, but, you know, um, it's interesting because you look geographically. Those are not, that's not the ring of fire. It's not the major tectonic plays that that's shift. No. So, Huh. very interesting. It's yeah, that is possible. interesting.
1: Yeah. And, uh, Also, uh, speaking in the same general area, the Russians apparently launched the largest missile attack against Ukraine to date.
0: Yeah. So
1: there's that going on. Um, You don't hear a lot of stuff coming out of the Ukraine right now, war-wise, because the information is probably not very good for the Ukrainians. Um, They're probably getting their, their butts kicked a little bit by the sounds of it.
0: Well, yeah, usually when, you're, when you hear nothing, it's usually uh, bad news, right? It's, yeah, uh, it's usually not very good at all, though. No. But Putin also made an address earlier on stating that he, uh, he was not against the West. He doesn't want to be a, a world uh, cop or um, uh, running around the world solving problems, and he's not trying to take over the Western Empire. He just wants to be left alone respect the accords that have been done, get NATO off yep. the doorstep. And uh, he has to reply in step with the increased um, shipping of tanks, missiles, defense systems into Ukraine. He can't sit back and try diplomacy because you don't hear nothing on Fox News. You don't hear nothing on CNN News about them trying to set up any peace talks with the guy.
1: No. Apparently, um, Israel... Had set up uh, peace talks between um, the Ukrainians and Russia, and that was shut down by the Biden
0: administration. Exactly. Yeah, I, I saw that interview. Yes. Yeah. Well, it was. I think it was a former defense minister. If yeah. Not mistaken.
1: So why would they shoot down peace talks? That's. This doesn't make sense, does it?
0: It depends. I guess which way you look at it, right? You've got yeah. uh, aging. Artillery, you got aging equipment, and you haven't uh, really been in a meaningful war in a while, and you got a giant, uh, giant military. There's only so many exercises and maneuvers you can do without actually fighting world world experience. Um, So they're just using the Ukraine right now as a proxy to get in there, and yeah, that's the only thing that would make sense to me. Because why are you not trying to find a peaceful solution? Yeah, that just makes sense, wouldn't it? It does, it does, and you know, and Israel themselves have to watch their back, right? They want peace over there because they got all their neighbors want to kill them to death and then dig them up and kill them again. But yeah. when you look at it, if you draw a line on the map, you have Syria right at the doorstep, and if you draw a line right through the north, where do you go to? You go right to Moscow. Yeah. Right through Moscow.
1: There's a a large amount of uh, um, Russian-born Jews in Israel. Millions. Uh, Yeah, there's a high percentage of that. And as well as European and uh, mostly European and Russian. Uh, uh, Jews make up the the majority of population of Israel, as far as I know, uh, of the Jewish population.
0: And there's about 1.5 million Jews living in Russia.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So you've got that aspect, too. But, uh, yeah, you want to talk about a warm water port. That's a nice, nice little port there. Mm-hmm. And Israel's sitting on a couple of trillion dollars in natural gas, everything else. and uh, Oh, I minerals. didn't know that. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. They found a giant uh, field just right off the coast. Oh, uh, that's pretty good. But, uh, yeah, but Israel's got to play the two-step, right? They, uh, they're they only alive because the U.S. and the West prop them up. Otherwise, yeah, right. Syria, Lebanon, everything else, they, they got them. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, it would be very difficult for them without that, But sure. the interesting thing is Saudi Arabia, as close as they are to Russia and they're in OPEC, Saudi Arabia and Israel have been really close over the last few years. Yeah, that's odd, eh? It's very odd, because... Yeah. But Israel hates Iran. Saudi Arabia hates Iran. Yeah, so the... Sunni Shiite, so you're an enemy, enemy...
1: of my The enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? And I think that's the principle they're going with. Yeah, yeah. But it's very now, interesting, thing, of, though,
0: because when you look at that dynamics, it's behind the scenes, though, too, right? You have Saudi Arabia that is willing to take rubles for money, for oil. yeah. So, you've got a lot of different players with a lot of hands in, game, in, in different card games behind the scenes. And yeah. I think the big loser of all this is going to be America. Yeah. Especially
1: with the petrodollar and that uh, being devalued because of that, right?
0: 100%. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, that's kind of interesting. Um, a few other things on the go out there right now. Uh, like you said, uh, we we talked about. Trudeau's traveling roadshow and the, the the IDs, right? Did you yeah. talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And uh and then we have um the Biden State of the Union address where he basically saying that because he drove gas prices up to five dollars a a gallon and now it's only back down to three fifty nine, that he's made a, a great impact when when he came into power it was only two twenty five. Yeah. That I but apparently that's a great
0: success for him. Yeah, that's one of those things, right? That's right. Yeah. It's uh he's speaking Bidenese, right? Yeah. Both yeah. stupid and dumb at the same time.
1: Yeah. And then he also talked about uh the unemployment rate is uh is doing great because uh it was you know there's uh like a four percent unemployment rate when he came into power, then it went up to around twelve percent, and now it's back down. Now it's around eight or nine percent. So he's done another great success. Even though he's probably five percent higher than when he came into office. Yeah, you know, you know big, wonderful uh, uh, stuff like that. You know.
0: Well, and uh, it's amazing how he created twelve million jobs, um, <laughs> essentially just started by- out with twenty million. That's right, Absolutely. And it's funny how he won't say the words uh, made in America, but he wants everything brought back to America. No no kidding, because there's been a lot of uh, Democrats and a lot of weak Republicans that have been there and just shipping things overseas. But I also noticed, did you notice in his address too, how he said it's 2023 and it's not right that um, people in the inner cities of Philadelphia and Chicago have to drink out of lead pipes? Well, just take a look who's running who's running the cities of- who's running those cities <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me a Democrat, give me a republican run city that still has lead pipes that they're pumping in, and on top of that, yeah. these poor people in Chicago are also drinking fluorinated water. they don't even have a chance, yeah, there'll be a bunch of dummies drilling outside of their mouth but it's it, it's unbelievable yeah, like he's wanted to get tough on crime and this and that, and he brought the family members of the was it the, the black guy that got beat up by five black police officers? And yeah. Making it sound like white supremacy is on the rise.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> but it was uh, all black officers that did it. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, right? They they said, oops, uh, this is not a good one because there are five black officers beating a, a black guy to death, right?
0: But it's systemic racism from the white white guys in the police force, right?
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: you know, and and the other
1: interesting thing about that is each one of those five guys had numerous violence complaints against them, had also less than three years of service each uh, total, uh, like like three years of service or less, and, and being in Pitton in like a detective or a special team with so little experience is just outrageous.
0: That sounds like it's doomed for failure, right?
1: Yeah, generally, uh, I know in Canada, it, people aren't even looked at for specialty units until they're in their fifth year plus uh, on the job, mm-hmm. you know,
0: yep. before they can think about uh, even applying to a specialty unit, you know. Well, then on top of that, they've had, what, coach coaching officers. They've had more than enough ample training even when they go to that job, right? That's right, yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, but it's yeah, interesting. Uh, like When you see when the State of the Union, when they have – they're special guests and they do their special interest and they pat themselves on the back. Everything was all charged with, in terms of race and, and division. When you look at the people that Trump brought, he he ended up bringing like um, a serviceman home early to meet his family, a feel good yeah. story. There's no feel good story. It was just like, look at that kid up there. He died because of this. Like it's just ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ignorant. And, and you know, I did not like the fact that the Republicans did shout down Joe Biden during the State of the Union address. But how can you sit there when someone just bold faced lies as much as as much as he did? And you know, if that is not acceptable, how can you condone what Nancy Pelosi did in ripping up the the letters? Or I mean, ripping up even the agenda, right? When Donald Trump yeah. did on camera in front of the people's house. Yeah. Rip it up off stage. Rip it off when the cameras aren't around. Yeah. Don't care. But that's not a good look. And is there
1: I I, I missed it. It, Doesn't uh, the Republicans generally make a – or the opposition, whoever may be in power, uh, makes a a, a rebuttal uh, to the
0: State of uh, the Union? Yeah, they did. Generally? They did.
1: They did. Not, not,
0: Not in the people's house, but afterwards in the scrum.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, generally that's that usually shows up, and uh, and that's almost as more interesting than the actual State of the Union a lot of times. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Uh, other things uh, happening. Um, so I, I saw this interesting video. I don't know how uh, authenticated it is or not, or how genuine it may be but it basically um it came from the iss station in, in orbit was overlooking the south pacific uh near the antarctic uh shelf okay okay and you remember when the the u.s navy had encountered that tic tac ufo yep You you heard about that right yep well the this i s s uh station uh through its the uh, cameras and everything else detected close to seven hundred of them flying south towards the antarctic really and came out of the water basically and then flew flew at hypersonic speeds towards the antarctic
0: hmm.
1: and i thought that was kind of interesting you know it is so what is that you know
0: makes you wonder
1: makes Things that you make you go hmm
0: yeah well you know it's always been you know you got Skunk Works, you've got uh, area 51 and all the new advanced mm-hmm. uh, aircraft that yep. come out of there those are always thought to be alien and then you see the SR-71 and they Blackbird and then you happen yep. to see uh, the a 17 a Nighthawk right yeah um, Maybe something of that. Maybe they've figured out how to do plasma. I don't really quite buy the... Yeah, or anti-gravity uh, uh, propulsion systems
1: of some kind.
0: Yeah, hypersonic. Exactly. No, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't really... I am not. I can't really prescribe too much to the alien thing. Um, yeah. But everything's alien when you look at uh, old yeah. technology and new technology. If you're old enough, you can't believe how they get the signals over TV. Yeah. But...
1: Yeah, exactly. Like it, it comes, you know, if you take today's technology and show it 100 years ago, people think it's magic, right? 100%, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so lots of interesting stuff that way. Yeah, uh, so that was that was kind of an, another interesting development. Um, and the other thing is once they, they hit the Antarctic, they went right over the ledge. <laughs>
0: I see what you're doing. It's yeah. what you're doing. Uh, yep. Uh, I know, I know. I just teased. They me. hit the kitty cat on the way over, right? That was pushing everything That's off right. the That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. But, yeah. Um, yep, I don't know what to
1: say. Another time, yeah. another place. Another time, another place, right? Um Another conspiracy.
0: I don't know. That's the interesting thing, though. There's not a conspiracy. The Antarctic Treaty is the only treaty in the world that has not yet been broken. Yeah. You cannot, as a private citizen, go to the Antarctic without, uh, I think it's one of 52 state countries that uh, have signed off on it. Hmm. So, there's got to be something to it because I'll tell you, how do you keep 52 people holding to their word in years past, decades past, and even in today's world. How do you do that? Yeah,
1: that's pretty difficult, and it's amazing that they've they've been able to maintain that.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what? Yeah. You
0: mentioned the Antarctic, and then you want to go down the conspiracy uh, rabbit hole. You've got yeah. uh, a guy named Steve Quayle. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Uh, he sounds like a vice president. No, no, <laughs> just, no. But uh, he was on coast to coast there uh, quite a few times. Okay, yeah. And, uh, you know, you take him with a grain of salt. He said some good things and he said some far out things. But, uh, you know, there's a conspiracy of Operation Paperclip. Have you, you know what that is?
1: I've heard of... Uh... I've heard of it. Uh, why don't you expand on
0: that? It's the relocation of the Nazis after World War.
1: That's right. Yes. Yes.
0: I should have known that. Yes. And there's only like, I believe it was like only something like 31 Nazis were actually punished by death uh, in yes. the Nuremberg Trials. And the rest were all they That's They right. relocated and became part of NASA. And they they pretty much got rid of the Avro program in Canada. And they, they merged the Avro program with the, Lockheed Martin, with Lockheed Martin, right. but also yeah. with, made up NASA and brought over the Nazis over here, right? And a lot of the doctors, but yeah. they also went. A lot of them went also to uh, Paraguay, and there's also yeah. rumors that they went to bases in the Antarctica, and that's why the Antarctic Treaty was created. Oh, okay, where yeah, eyes that's... and prying eyes and top secret stuff can be can be performed. How true it is. Operation Paperclip yep. was legit that you, you did see yep. large large villages and stuff like that of dominant uh, German-speaking people in Paraguay and the Central America that were sympathizers more to Nazism and communism. Um, you, there's no doubt that we had Oppenheimer and a bunch of these other guys coming over here that were in the SS and Nazi party. Yeah, uh, It's not too far and- fresh to say that they would be in Antarctica as well. That's right. And just
1: after what well, was 1947 that the the United Nations at the time or the the allied powers turned over the the prosecution and the investigation of Nazi war criminals over back to the Germans. Mm-hmm. Right? And then the uh, one of the the things that the German uh government designated, they said anybody that was born after 1919 was brainwashed, so they weren't responsible for their actions.
0: Right, yes, there's right. always an out, right?
1: Yeah, well, so, and then you had the Operation Paperclip and the, where the the Allied powers were scrambling for all the, the German scientists at the same time as the Russians were trying to scramble and grab as many scientists as well, right? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. And the funny
0: thing was when you really looked at it, with Westinghouse, and with um, Edison and you had the Rockefellers, they went that one way and they actually got rid of Nikola Tesla and he actually went over to Russia at the time. Really? When you look at it. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And so they got a lot of his uh, his um, his belief of like the ether and free energy. Yeah, and uh, he's the most un- underrated person in history in terms of brilliance. Einstein, Nikola Te- Tesla. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, he he was probably the most brilliant man that ever lived. Yeah, but it's, it doesn't fit the narrative, and it it doesn't go with the, the the backed bankers of the time.
1: That's right, because the science that he's promoting didn't make a lot of
0: money. Not at the time. No. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so it's, it's very interesting how science is science and uh, history is being written by either the winners or those who have the most money to take you to court. That's right. <laughs> how it goes exactly? Yeah.
1: So yeah. yeah, it's a strange world out there. Yeah, it's funny how we can relate things, even today's current events, and in, are influenced by things that occurred. Uh, close to a hundred year, years earlier, or plus, right? are still having a, a vast effect on our on how our
0: our world is today. Well, yeah, I, I think with the, when you look at it, overall agenda, you want to call it globalist and everything else, or the the different cabals, these things take time over time. Like you, you you put a live frog into a pot of water, and he's going to jump out if you turn it up too hot. So they got to just slowly erode either society, culture, yeah. changed the norms very slowly. And um the very interesting thing is, once again conspiracy theory, but it's more like a uh, pure fact. It wasn't until the US had put in the Department of Education that the scores of education went down. Hmm. Um and there there's a really good documentary. I don't know if I've referenced this before by Aaron Russo. And he talked with yeah. the early Alex Jones. And talking about how they created feminism, they created take the mom out of the house, take the the ideals of the family away from the house, and put them into indoctrinate these kids with the ideals of um, corporations and uh, of governmental controls.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you, you see it now. I don't know if anyone would argue with you passionately that when you can send kids to school, they're educating themselves. It's more of an indoctrination. Yeah. They're run by liberalists and all the major uh, universities. You can name them by name. You can uh, McGill in Canada. You've got MIT. You've got um, Harvard, Yale, all the Ivy League schools. They were all involved in MK Ultra. They were all involved in LSD trials. Um, yep. And these kind of like Nazi experiments where they were doing lobotomies and they're doing like gain-of-function researches. We're coming right back to that, and circling to that in today's world now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they just can't get away from it. They, they the the baddies come, keep coming back and say, oh, let's just try this, let's try that. Eh? Well,
0: because you gotta come, it's, you gotta introduce something slowly. And then if it gets out a little bit, then you let it settle down. Then you reintroduce it again under another name and everything else. And when you really look at, you know, the different kind of elite clubs out there that you're only allowed to yeah. peek into when they want you to. You've got the Council of Foreign Relations. You've got the League of Rome. You've got the, um, the Bilderberger Group. You've got now that it looks like more forefront now. They've all been taken over by, uh, the World Economic Forum and the WIF, right? Um, Nazis created the World Health Organization. Uh, yeah. Nazis created the, uh, World Wildlife Fund. Yeah. Through the Sierra Club which is essentially a eugenics program where save Mother Earth and forget about the people that live on Earth. Yeah. So it's very, very interesting. Like something so – think of it this way. Something so benign like uh, carbon. Who would have thought yeah. that – we all know carbon has no effect. The only effect that carbon has on our environment is a positive one. Without carbon, yeah. trees die. Yep. Yeah. That's the only effect of it It's it's food for for green, right? Exactly. And so well, it is food for the things that we need, which is oxygen trees. Yeah. So how is that bad? If anything, we should be planting more trees to capture the carbon so that they can release more oxygen so that we can breathe out more carbon. Yeah, symbiotic relationship. So if you're telling me you want to reduce carbon, you're trying to reduce the general population. That's right. But people aren't yeah. clued into that, but they'd rather save. You've got to lower the
1: oxygen levels in the, the air, all kinds of things,
0: yeah. And when you look into, into like thousands of years ago, and uh, if you want to believe a millennia, you take a look. The animals were much larger back then because the concentration of CO2 was a lot greater. Things were able to be grown larger and lusher, and the food supply was there for the animals. So the animals in like kind would get bigger. As you deplete a food source, you start eliminating the predators, and they tend to get weaker, lame, sick, and die out. Yeah. Not until you reintroduce the food source, these animals come back again. That's right. So,
1: yeah, it makes sense.
0: Well, take a look. Who, Who would have ever thought that this world would change to where we are right today? Who ever paid attention to public health meetings? From 10 years ago
1: because you yeah. know what you no, made a
0: mistake you should have you should have yeah. it, it, it impacted those 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 things there the policies they put in place were laying the groundwork for what they could do in the future to now ruin the economy and every other thing in the world that's right something innocuous like who the heck ever follows the, the, those boring meetings but yeah but maybe you should you should have
1: yeah
0: it's uh it comes down to that land
1: of unintended consequences, right? Absolutely. Where something so obscure and, and none of your thought of ends up to being the controlling factor
0: in how the world is uh, progresses or how it further develops. And I guess the, 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 the lesson to learn is, is is the history lesson is if enough people think of that thought that me and you just had, what is the next committee we should be looking at? Yeah. Right? But but they're almost kind of telling you now. It's so overt now, and everything else where uh, they're just straight up telling you that the bird flu is on the rise and it's probably going to be a next pandemic. There's going to be bird flu. The World Health Organization yeah. just came out and said that now. Um, of course, right. So they end up going to killing chickens, uh, turkeys, all this other stuff right around holiday season, and then you had what. Ten days ago, you had the uh, North America's largest egg producer uh, go up in flames again. And now that makes it something like 137 food processing plants that mysteriously went up in flames over the last two and a half years. Yeah, why is that happening? Yeah. It
1: doesn't make sense.
0: No, so you're driving the prices of all core prices up. So you're you're creating – That's right. It's a clawback of uh, generational wealth. It's a clawback of savings – that the the general public did during the lockdowns, and it's just a redistribution of wealth back to the government and back to the the the, the, the powers that be that influence the government. That's right. Yeah, makes sense. Oh.
1: Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, again, um, our world is so interconnected and controlled, and most people just go through life wanting to do their own thing and their little. Location, yet they're not being left alone. They're being influenced. They're being uh, diverted. They're being uh, uh, marginalized. They're being uh, uh, victimized. There are all kinds of different things that are occurring to them, and people, are, are, I think, hopefully, are starting to realize, like maybe we should open our eyes a little bit more. But a lot of it is too complicated for the general masses, in a sense, to the graphs. The, the complexity of what's going on yeah. uh in the world. You
0: know and, what I mean? And complacency too. Uh they, see life is too busy, too 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 they, they get too distracted. Um and they, they they, they just want to see a chipmunk right on the back of a, a pony. And they're they're That's distracting right. yeah. with the TikTok videos and all this other stuff. Um that they don't want to look in and research things themselves. Um, and, and yep. you know the government is you can't tell me the government's not behind any of that stuff of just total distraction the ministry of disinformation um, that's why they want to limit the people on the internet so that they so you have a less of a, of a circle of influence on other people to wake them up um, yep. but the information's all out there and you know just to go off topic slightly but towards this point if you look at the Grammys I don't know how anyone who is either uh, a believer in some faith or a straight-up atheist, how you cannot be offended at looking at a satanic rituals on the Grammys. Believe in Satan or don't, that doesn't really matter, yeah. but those people believe in Satan. And that's what you should be worried about. Once again, that's your, why didn't you pay attention a decade ago about public health meetings? And the, and the policies that were put in place, then they are having ramifications. It is like, did you watch any piece of the Grammys? Like, it is. Like, I refused. It is. But- I
1: refused, but I, I understand. Like, yeah, they they had everybody dressed in red and uh, uh, basically uh, hats with horns on them, and it was a whole very uh, uh, pro. Uh, devil-type worshiping type of a situation.
0: Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I'm coming from, from this point of view. I'm just like, forget if you believe or if you don't believe in God. I don't really care if you're an atheist or if you're yeah. a believer. Those people believe that there's a Satan. Otherwise, why are you dancing around like an idiot with a uh, red hat on and horns? That's right, yeah. And singing the songs that they do of unholy. You know, it just goes to show – And like, like there's the, the, no talent anymore in any of these shows. You got, yep. you got dummies up on stage with auto mixers. Well, I can sing in an auto mixer, too, and sell a couple of million records. You'll sound great. Exactly, yeah. 100%. Auto tuner. Everyone sounds great. Yeah. It's not music anymore. So you got to ask yourself, what is it? What, are they, what is the purpose of this? The, the bigger purpose of everything else, whether you want to believe in devil worship or not, it is going back to the old Coliseum. It is bread and circus. It's distraction. Just like this weekend we're coming up to, Super Bowl weekend. I guarantee you nefarious things are going to happen today. Everything drops on Friday and Saturday because by Sunday, everyone's going to be in front of the the boob tube watching something. And and who cares who catches a football? Who cares if they get a first down? That's what's going to happen. Things are going to drop today, tomorrow, and you're going to find out about in a couple of weeks when it's too late and you have nothing to do about it. You can do nothing about it. That's right. Almost we'll guaranteed. Yep. That's a script that they've been playing all along.
1: Yeah, you dump all the, the bad news on the Friday before uh, uh, an event. Yeah. And that way it gets buried and nobody really aware of it.
0: So I'm calling that yep. out right now. This is a prophecy of Nostradamus right now.
1: We're calling yes, it on the tenth of the tenth of February. Uh we're hearing it first right from the uh Paul the soothsayer That's right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh well we've had a pretty good discussion of, over the last hour. Uh, I think that that's pretty good for the night. What do you think, uh Paul? I think that's good. I think it's good. Yeah. So guys, you've been listening to the Canadian Beacon podcast and uh It was an interesting discussion tonight, Uh, very kind of laid back a little bit. That's uh, a little bit on my side uh, because I'm still recovering after being hit by a truck uh, figuratively by uh, the the latest and wonderful viruses that are out there. So, um, yeah, you've been listening to the Canadian Beacon podcast. Stay tuned for more great events coming up in the future. And uh, we've had a a great evening tonight. Thank you, Paul, for your input. And uh, it's always appreciated. Thank you, sir. Cheers. Uh, Thanks, guys, for uh, listening to the Canadian Beacon uh, podcast. Uh, You've had uh, Paul, uh, Jeff, Todd, and myself, Craig, and uh, we had a great discussion. And uh, for once, it wasn't all about COVID, but it was uh, very fascinating in, in general. And thanks for tuning in. Cheers.